you have the chance to win a Spring Super Sweeps from LAist. Donate $60 for one entry to win a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Check out all the other prizes too when you donate now at LAist.com sweeps. I'm Tracy Thomas, host of One for the Books, a live literary event series from LAist. We are back with guests, author Amanda Montel and actor Bella Lavelle. You can find us on May 15th at the Crawford Family Forum. Tickets at LAist.com slash events. It's the Samoan war dance known as Siva Tao. This part of the new film from writer-director Taika Waititi, Next Goal Wins. It's Film Week on LAS 89.3. I'm Larry Mantle. Earlier this hour, you heard our critics review the new film from Waititi. It's based on the national soccer team from American Samoa. Back in 2001, the team absorbed the worst loss ever in international play, 31-0. That's zero. Hot-headed coach Thomas Rongan agrees to coach the team in 2011 as it prepares for World Cup qualifying play. Michael Fassbender plays the coach. The players and American Samoan officials and residents are played by actors of Pacific Islands backgrounds. Writer-director Waititi's previous movies include Thor, Love and Thunder, Thor Ragnarok, and the six-time Academy-nominated Jojo Rabbit. His adapted screenplay for JoJo won the Oscar. Taika, thanks for joining us. What what attracted you to this story? Um, well, I watched the documentary uh, with the same title back in 2000, uh, maybe, I, no, when was it? 2019, something, oh, 2017. It's irrelevant. I watched the documentary and um, I was really just uh, taken by the, um, by this, uplifting underdog sports story and um for me it, i'd just been away doing thor and jojo rabbit and i'd um been away from home for a few years and was feeling a bit homesick and i just thought this was an opportunity to make something um back in the pacific with pacific islanders and get back home and be amongst my people and get back to my roots and to showcase you know elements of our culture whilst also telling a cool uplifting story um when with films like this you know it's it, it's hard enough, um, you know, them losing 31-0 and still holding that record for the biggest international loss. Um, and I think if anyone else were to come in and try and tell that story, it would feel, um, just wouldn't feel right, I think, for um, for Pacific Islanders to have, you know, their story told by a Western filmmaker. So I think, you know, it was, it was great that I got to make it and get the trust of the real-life people Um yeah, and especially Jaya, yeah, who trusted me with uh, taking yeah her name and her you know, her story mm-hmm. and turning it into my own. So basically, what I did was I took you know elements of that true story and gave myself permission and um, you know the ability to to turn that into my own version of this film and to create more of a myth and a, um, a, 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 if anything. Um, 
because I feel like if I was just to make a carbon copy of the documentary, then what's the point in that? You should just see the documentary. The documentary is fantastic. Well, and you bring your humor into the film as well. And I wonder if you can speak to that, because obviously you're trying to honor the culture of American Samoa, but also have fun and and bring certain cultural things in as a part of the humor. So how as a filmmaker do you walk that line? Um, Again, I have just have to give myself permission to do what I want and know that, you know, my sensibilities, I'm not out to make fun of people in a nasty way. I never want to do things, unless they're Nazis, um, and I never want to do things that, you know, that uh, that aren't true to me. So like on uh, with Jojo Rabbit, I, um, yeah, that's based on a book and um, I didn't really stick to the book that much other than like just the main elements and and similar with the story, like I, you know, I, all the things that really happened, like you know, the main, the key aspects of Thomas's character and what his the real life guy went through. Same with Jaya, and same with the team. We kept all of that stuff and then added humor, which is obviously my style. Um, yeah, and to again, just to lift it to a different level um, and create more of an entertaining story as well as an uplifting one. Your humor in in so much of your work um, does rips off of popular culture, and you're able to do that here as as well. And so, when you're writing a script for a film like this, where it's a real story, and yet you're trying to do some you know funny riffs off of culture, how how does your process take that into account? Is, is it just a natural extension of your humor or are you thinking of, you know, these are certain things that lend themselves given this historic situation to bring in and to comment on? Yeah, I am. Um, I think with this film more than most, I allowed myself to, to move away from the script and the rigidity of, of normal filmmaking and be more receptive and open to change and to letting things happen to me and to the film rather than me trying to just control every aspect of the filmmaking process. Um, for example, a week or two into the shoot, Michael Fassbender came up to me and he said, I've just met this kid over at the unit table and um, he's fascinating and uh, man, I wish there was some way to put him in the film. And uh, we put him in the film. And that's this kid, Armani, <laughs> who tags along with Michael yeah. throughout the story. Oh, he the was story. spontaneous. That was never, that's yeah, it was never written. We just met this kid and said, mate, <laughs> you're here for a reason. And I'm open to just like all of these ideas and like, you know, life happening to us as opposed to us happening to life. They put Armani in the film. And then, yeah, and most of there's a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of moments that just happen on the day. There's so, some culturally specific things that probably people think are just ridiculous moments that we made up, but, you know, like the teams who uh, do the sort of like, you know, the, the sort of sort of gesture off in the, um, in one of the um, later scenes between Tonga and Samoa, when like the half the team, the other Samoans are going, but that's authentic to Tonga and to Samoa. And, um, you know, I, I, only they would know that, but it's a nice moment that, you know, that, that they told me this is what we do. Mm-hmm. And the Thomas was like, this is what we do. And I said, well, we're definitely putting that in the film. 
We're talking with Oscar-winning director Taika Waititi joining us, uh, co-writer and director of the new film Next Goal Wins that's in theaters now. Taika, let's let's talk about the casting of it. You use um, a Pacific Island uh, cast from multiple locations. What, what was um, the casting process like and how much experience were you looking for in your actors? Um. I was looking for experience and ability mainly um, in in the acting department um, in terms of being able to play soccer. Uh, my preference was no experience because it's about the worst team in the world. But um, I think the main, the, the probably the, the biggest challenge was finding someone to play Jaya's role. And because you know, you, with that role in particular, you need to be authentic, and I needed to find someone who was Samoan, who identified as Fafafine, um, and trans, and could play soccer and also could act. So it's a really hard um, and a very yeah, it's a very big ask trying to find someone who ticks all those boxes. And we were just so very lucky to meet Kaimana, who plays Jaya in the film, who identified as trans and and Fafafine could play soccer, was actually Samoan and could act. And um, that felt like a real triumph when we found her. You shot the film on Oahu, and how did you settle on that as the location? We couldn't shoot in American Samoa because just the logistics of getting everything there and the crew, it's a very small, small island, um, and there's no real, like, infrastructure for filmmaking um it's difficult there's only one plane in uh and out um that goes like twice a week like on a wednesday and a sunday or wednesday and a saturday and um so it was just not feasible to go there but hawaii the lot of the landscape looks exactly the same and um you know it's, in, it's not that far away and uh, hawaii has a big um samoan community too so it was great to be able to cast there and also there are a lot of Samoans from around the Pacific, especially in New Zealand, who are great actors who I brought in as well. So Hawaii was just a perfect place to do it. I've spent a lot of time there. My second child was born um, on Oahu. And yeah, and uh, it was, yeah, they make a lot of film and TV in, in Hawaii. So it was just that was just the perfect place to do it. Taika Watiti joining us. Uh, Taika is Oscar winner uh, for a screenplay of, of Jojo Rabbit, uh, nominated for six Oscars for that film. The new movie Next Goal wins. He directed and co-wrote the screenplay. You mentioned about uh, Kamana, the actor, a trans actor who plays Jaya, who uh, a trans uh, athlete. And how much input did you take from her and from other actual members of the American Samoan national team in telling the story? Uh, none. Um, I talked to Jaya in 2015. Uh, we went and had dinner and just hung out. And uh, But it, that was when I was deciding whether or not I'd make the film. Um, and then four years later, in 2019, I shot it. But Jaya and I always kept in touch, but I made it, um, I made a decision not to try and involve any of the real people um, because I feel like if you want the real story, you should just watch the documentary, which I do encourage people to do because it's a really great film. Um, for me, it was important to be able to just put my own spin on things and change characters or change timelines or change relationships um, to suit 
the storytelling uh yeah, the idea that i'm creating a version of the story the most important part of retelling a story is you get the is is getting the heart and the soul of the story it's not the exact details of this thing happened on this day and that yeah that's not important to me Oscar-winning writer-director Taika Waititi joining us on Air Talk. His movie Next Goal wins. Just out this week, we'll continue our conversation with him on Film Week in just one minute. Support for LAS comes from Latino Theater Company at the Los Angeles Theater Center, presenting the world premiere of Ghost Waltz by Oliver Mayer, a bold original recovery of Juventino Rosas, one of Mexico's most significant composers. Follow Rosas from his father's early death to his friendship with ragtime genius Scott Joplin, now on stage through June 2nd. Tickets and information at latinotheaterco.org. The LAS Spring Super Sweeps is happening now. You can win amazing prizes while supporting your source for local fact-based journalism. One lucky grand prize winner will get to choose a brand new Lexus or $25,000 in cash. Other prizes include an electric bike from Juice Bikes and $1,000 gas gift cards. Your donation of $60 gets you one entry to win. And the more you give, the more entries you get. Donate now at LAS.com sweeps. It's Film Week on LA Estate 89.3. I'm Larry Mantle. We're talking with writer-director Taika Waititi of the new movie Next Goal Wins. Let's listen to this selection from the film in which the head of the American Samoa Football Federation, played by Oscar Keitley, urges his team to give their new coach, played by Michael Fassbender, a warm American Samoan welcome. He's just getting onto the team bus. Gentlemen, I am proud to officially announce a new official national coach of the American Samoan soccer team. Oh, He's played with some of the top players in the world. And he's originally from Europe. So let's give him a warm American Samoan welcome. Um, okay, guys. Your chariot awaits. From the, uh, the new film, Next Goal Wins, we're talking with writer-director of the movie Taika Waititi. As an indigenous person yourself, and, and you create a, uh, Reservation Dogs, the the critically acclaimed uh, television series, and and uh, you have indigenous characters and themes in in some of your other films, um, share with us the importance of that for you, and and what that enables your background enables you to do in telling indigenous stories. Well, I am indigenous, so that helps, I guess. Um... But for me, it's um, it's very important that we see ourselves on screen. And I think in Hollywood, especially, um, the issue of representation is still underdeveloped. Um, the, uh, you know, they've tried to 
cure their diversity woes in, in not a great way, I think. And um, you know, we're now I think it all feels just like tokenism to me. And yeah, you know, just as an indigenous person, I can only really speak for us. And there's not enough of our stories on film or TV. We just had a great show that I just coincidentally happened to have been involved in called Reservation Dogs. And, um, you know, it's acclaimed, it's a beautiful show, but what I don't want to see happen is that that's all there is, you know, mm. and five years from now when we say, well, we haven't seen ourselves on screen, they say, yeah, but remember that show you did five years ago, Reservation Dogs, it needs to be more meaningful and more um, uh, frequent, the um, you know, our inclusion and our representation. Unfortunately, we are the ones who have to tell those stories because, um, you know, other filmmakers will not get it right and so there's not a huge amount of us out there who are making films or have the opportunity to make films so but with um, reservation dogs you you just have the opportunity to create such a sense of place in that series and and it, it just it's so culturally layered there are things to riff on comedically in the series um you know very serious issues you're able to raise there's just it's so rich um hopefully that's going to lead to there being many more of these very culturally specific indigenous stories. It's an absolute, absolutely. It's the Res, Res Dogs has done great things for us. And I think, you know, and that's the hope and the dream is that it opens up a lot more doors um, for us and our filmmakers. Um, and also on our part, we also have to work harder on, telling our stories in different ways and um, you know, presenting our lives and our stories in different ways. I think, yeah, you know, in the hands of Hollywood in the past, you know, the Native American um, experience has always been a very similar style. It's always like, you know, there's always a Native American character in a movie who is a tracker or like speaks to spirits or like, you know, sits on a mountain playing a flute and, you know, it's like, in New Zealand, that's what they think of us. And I think of Maori as like always these people connected to nature and the spirit world all the time. We're just not like that. You know, like I'm just a I'm how I dress, you know, I'm just as cool as most people. <laughs> but um I just feel like, yeah, that it's yeah. we we also have to, you know, I think what happened with Res Dogs, what was great is it just showed native communities in the contemporary setting and showed like all the stuff that Everyone else goes through, they also go through. Um, Take and a, it's about breaking out of those those um, stereotypes. As we're getting tight on time, I also wanted to ask you about series television versus feature films, because what we do in The Shadows, of course, adapted into a series. You created Reservation Dogs. What has the series enabled you to do that, um, you know, film you, you can't really do and vice versa? I My true love is still film. Um, and, but I do appreciate that in, in television, you're able to have longer and more meaningful, um, character development, and you can have characters that, you know, that start off good and then turn bad and then get good again. Um, but stretch out over, you know, sometimes years. And I think there's nothing, there's nothing like that. There's, you know, films can't really achieve that. You know, where you're you're with these characters, you know, and they're part of your life for you know sometimes years. 
Taika, thank you so much for joining us on Film Week. Writer-director Taika Waititi of Next Goal Wins, which is out in theaters now. If you missed our critics' review of it, make sure you hear it wherever you get your podcasts or at LAS.com. For our critics, I'm Larry Mantle. Thank you for joining us. Have a terrific weekend. Alleyist has a new live event series with the James Beard Foundation. We Are Where We Eat will go behind the scenes of some of your favorite L.A. restaurants to find out how and why they do what they do. I'm Austin Cross. Join me for the first event where we'll explore how restaurants help make a neighborhood and we'll all have something delicious to eat afterwards. It's May 22nd at the Crawford. Get your tickets now at LAist.com events.